everyone. Grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Thursday, May 14th, and I want to come back again to this idea or this theme. This Early this week, the media team asked me if there was a theme for the podcast this week, and I said, no, there's not. I guess God had other plans. But I, I want to come back to this theme that's emerging this week of when buried really means planted. How does that work? How does letting go of something, letting go of it to the ground, allowing something to be buried, really turn into something being planted? Well, I want to read to you the passage from John 12, like I did yesterday, but I want to read it again and give you some more context of the passage. So I'll read the verse before and the verse after. It says in verse 34, oh, sorry, 23, Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now, as you zoom out, it's clear that Jesus is talking about himself here that he is the seed that will be buried. We know from looking back that he has in mind his death on the cross and a burial in the garden tomb. Jesus says this must happen. It's the law of nature and it's the law of the kingdom of God that something has to die, it has to be buried in order for that thing to be broke open and multiplied. Right after Jesus says this, He says the very famous line, if you love your life, you'll lose your life. If you hate your life, you'll keep your life. Now that translation is a hard one to get across. Jesus says it probably a little more clearly in Mark, but what Jesus is saying is that if you try to hold on to possess through not letting go, when you try to covet to the point of keeping a death grip on something to make sure your life goes the way you want it to go, you will ultimately lose that thing. The best way this is described, of course, is a scene from the movie Tommy Boy, where he's where Chris Farley is at uh, the restaurant trying to describe to the waitress why he sucks as a salesman. And there's that scene where he grabs the dinner roll, and he says, every single time I try to make a sale, I love the sale. And the sale becomes my little pet, and I pet it, and I love it, and I poke it, and I say, oh, it's my favorite, it's my favorite. And then he tries so hard to make a cell that he completely destroys it. And he loves it so much that he explodes the dinner roll everywhere. And he says, this is why I suck at sales. And the the scene ends by the waitress saying, God, you're sick. And there it is. The sick cycle of going that goes over and over and over again in our lives, right? This is sickness. This is a sickness. We do this all the time. We cling, we hold on, we overthink, we overanalyze, we hoard. And the real limitation is to let go, to allow our lives to be buried, and in some ways, even our hopes and our dreams to be buried, because they oftentimes never get fulfilled in the way we, they, that we think that they will. And when our dreams and our hopes do come true, they never give us the thing we think they're going to give us. So I think C.S. Lewis says it in a very fitting way here. 
This is how he ends his book, Mere Christianity, which is one of my favorite books and one of my favorite quotes of all time. He says, the principle runs through all of life from top to bottom. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life and you will save it. Submit to death, death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day and death of your whole life and your whole body in the end. Submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life. Look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look to Christ and you will find him and with him everything else thrown in. Now I can't pretend to know what you need to die to today or what you need to bury, what you need to let go of. I don't. I have no idea. Um, I know that in our congregation right now, there are death of dreams. There's even recently a death of a child. I can't even imagine what it's like to physically bury a dream or to really bury something that you had hoped for for so long. I, I, I have no idea. The hope I have is what is made possible by Jesus. It's a law of resurrection. It's possible because Jesus, his resurrection was the first fruits of this new resurrection reality that is able to be play out, played out in all of life. So because Jesus' body went into the ground and died and rose again to new life, that reality, his body was the first fruits of that new reality. Where for the Christian, everything we die to, or everything we bury, comes back. It comes back in new ways. It comes back in multiplied seeds. And ultimately, it will come back because of the physical resurrection of everything that dies in the end. So whatever you need to bury, I pray God would meet you in that place today and bring you peace. Peace be with you.